Welcome to episode 17 of Drew's Baseball Crew here on this Monday night. Myself, Drew Skyberg, bringing you your winning lineup here on Fantasia Sports. Again, join Drew on Fantasia Sports. Link is in the description. My second recording today, I should add, as well. Episode 80, it came your way this morning. It was a little interesting schedule, as I mentioned, but Got that out, got to talk high school football, got the updates in for week five of the Eastern Wisconsin Conference's season. Also, the Brewers and Packers included some updates there as well. So that was kind of the big things, getting those in. But now we're here Monday night. We got to talk about Tuesday's baseball slate, September 20th, 2022. Is that not many slates yet? So what that means, we'll be going to the world of basketball here very soon. That'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we can see more guests on for the baseball crew. Only one guest here, and I guess it would be basketball crew, I should say. But only one guest here on baseball crew with me going through lineups, how to optimize it, and all that good stuff. That's just how it is. But look, it'll be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. And yeah, let's get into it here. Starting pitcher report on Tuesday, September 20th. Let's go through it. I will be at the Milwaukee Brewers game, I should add, on that Tuesday night again. So. Let's go through. A lot of not-so-good pitchers are squaring off, though, on Tuesday. So it's interesting. How many runs are we going to see? Arizona Diamondbacks and the Dodgers are in a doubleheader. So what games of those count for your lineups? Please go and check that out. Game 1 features Zach Davies and Michael Grove. Grove actually has some great numbers. Small sample size against the Diamondbacks, but very good numbers. XBA of 157, XWOBA of 224. Zach Davies on the other side for the the Dimebacks against the Dodgers, not so great numbers. 283 XBA. Xwoba, pretty high there at 364. I'd be looking at some of the Dodgers, which we'll get into. And then with it being a doubleheader, Dimebacks are throwing out Dre Jameson in game two. We don't know much there. Tyler Anderson, again, is going for the Dodgers. Then Brian Bello against, or Bayo against the Reds. Then, so it's Red Sox, Red Sox, and Reds. Brian Bayo is going then for the Red Sox. Nick Lodolo on the other side. That could be a good matchup there. Lodolo is looking like a future stud. Christian Javier and Shane McClanahan is the matchup there for that's Houston and Tampa. I'd be looking. I'd be looking at both those guys. Javier, great numbers against the Rays for his career. 152 XBA, 252 XBA for McClanahan with a 285 X Woba. Adrian Sampson against the Marlins. That could be a budget play. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. XBA of 252 for him, but we have to also remember the Marlins are not so good against right-handed or left-handed pitching. So that could be something there. Pablo Lopez going against the Cubs. We'd be looking at Lopez strikeouts, right? That'd be something. And if he can pick it up there, Lopez might be a good play on Tuesday. Old reliable Ross Stripling against Kyle Gibson, another old reliable of the Phillies. I'm probably staying away from both of them. Just wanted to throw them in there. Austin both against the Tigers. I believe I've made this play before in the year, and it would be something maybe I do again. I don't know if they've squared off, but that's one. It, it, it I need more convincing. I'd be like an absolute like really looking for a guy low budget, and he'd be one of them maybe. But otherwise, there, I think there's better options here on Tuesday. Nestor Cortez against the Yankees? Maybe. That's what I would say. We do not know the Pirates starter yet. 
though on the other side, Braves and Nationals, Patrick Corbin is going for the Nats. Uh, yeah, I, we're looking at Atlanta Braves then on Tuesday is how that works. Aaron Ashby makes his return off the IL from, you know, or against the Mets, I should say. And I like that matchup there for Ashby, 227 XBA with the, with the, um, the average 211, eh, but exit velo is low. Some good numbers again for him. Carrasco on the other side, Carlos Carrasco, 209 XBA with a 328 X slug. Some good numbers for him against the Milwaukee Brewers. Patrick Sandoval against the Rangers, 253 XBA for his career against them. I would be staying away from Bundy and Granke. Aaron Savale, not looking, you know, I'm probably not taking him against the White Sox, but I might just because of that matchup, considering how bad the the White Sox are against right-handed pitching. And the Giants and Rockies are at course, so of course we know what that means. We'll be looking at some of those guys against Kyle, and Kyle Freeland. Don't know who the Giants are throwing out there. Could be a bullpen game for San Francisco. Keep that in mind. But last few games here, Luis Castillo against J.P. Sears. Like Castillo more than Sears there. And then Wainwright and Clevenger probably staying away from both there in San Diego. So to sum up here, the pitcher report, where I'm going. Yeah, if I'm paying up, I like I, I need upside or I need a high floor, I should say. And I think the high floor might come with guys like Christian Javier. I think Shane McClanahan still has a pretty high floor, I'd say. I think Nestor Cortez does against the Pirates. I know that might be weird to say. And Charlie Morton also. But then I'd be looking for some upside plays. I would definitely throw an Ashby again in the IL. The concern there is pitch limit, so that's why it's an upside play. Savale against the White Sox could be thrown in there as an upside play. Should should throw Castillo in there for a high floor play as well. Just keep that one in mind. But other high floor guy or high ceiling guys, Pablo Lopez and Nick Lodolo and Adrian Sampson. Those three would be the other ones to round out. Out of those three, I would take I would take Lopez, and then I take Lodolo, and then I take Samson in that order. So keep that in mind when you're making your lineups. Can't forget about Brian Bayo. I would throw him ahead of Samson. So he'd be number three on that list out of those four. So that's kind of where I would go for the lineups. I, don't, I think I'm staying away from Tyler Anderson. So that's why I did not include him. But let's go through some of the positions here. We'll start a catcher as we like to do here on the podcast. And we're going to go, you guessed it, Travis Darno against Patrick Corbin. Six for 16 for his career. It's a 375 average. No walks, but I think Darno is a pretty safe bet if he's in the lineup. And then another one, Gary Sanchez against Zach Greinke. Three for nine with two doubles. Could be something there. JT Romuto has a 600 batting average off of Ross Stripling for his career. There you go. There's another catcher. A lot, a lot of good catchers today. This is weird. Tomas Nito against Aaron Ashby, maybe. Um, probably not that one. I just threw that one in there. But otherwise, Sean Murphy has good numbers off Luis Castillo. Uh, you can always include Salvador Perez against Dylan Bundy. I prefer Perez if he's DHing, though. I just, I don't know why, but I just like when Perez is DHing. Makes me feel more confident taking him. He's got two home runs off of Bundy as well. So I'd say more of those that four or five I mentioned. I think you pay up on catcher 
on Tuesday because like the other ones, it's like I always like to throw in Eric Haas against um like like when he's whenever Eric Haas is against left-handed pitching, that's a usually a good matchup. Carson Kelly I like against left-handed pitching, and so if you get him in the Tyler Anderson game, maybe him. But otherwise, I'd stay with those other guys. Elias Diaz against if Rodon Rodon is pitching or whoever at the Coors game, those guys, right? Maybe you go there. But otherwise, I'd stick with the with the guys I mentioned. Let's go to first base now. Josh Bell, I know he struggled in San Diego so far. Has had great numbers off of Adam Wainwright. Eight for 25, two home runs, four walks to six strikeouts. Good matchup there for him on Tuesday. Matt Olson against Patrick Corbin. Five for nine with three walks to two strikeouts. Very safe play on Tuesday for sure. Luisa Rise against Zach Rinke. Five for 13. CJ Crone against Carlos Rodon. Five for 13 as well with a home run to that Josh Naylor against Dylan Cease. If Cease is pitching on Tuesday, keep that in one in mind. Could be something Rowdy Telez off of Carlos Carrasco, three for five, two doubles for him Again, small sample size, but you know, maybe, maybe something there. Vladimir Guerrero jr. Has a double and has a, he's two for three off him is what I'm seeing. So again, another small sample size, Here's a play I like for if you're looking at the Coors game. I like J.D. Davis against Kyle Freeland. That could be something to look at. Vinny Pasquantino against Dylan Bundy. Another good budget play at first. I think there's a great amount of good first baseman today, so I would take advantage of it. But with that, I mean, that means if you could still go for some of these other budget guys because certainly it depends on, again, where you play. Again, Fantasia, you could get some nice discounts on guys like Vinny Pasquantino, even some of the other ones there. CJ Crone, depending on again where you're playing, but I think there could be some good plays on Tuesday at first base. Let's go to second base. That, also, they have some great plays. Gavin Lux against Zach Davies is probably a highlight there. If you want to do that Dodgers sack, Lux could be a guy you add if he's in the eight nine spot. Maybe pair him with Betts. Think about it. Universal DH really helps the stacks down in the NL more than how it was in the AL. I sometimes do like that Royal rookie stack. Like I, I like to do Michael Massey against Dylan Bundy, who has not gotten out yet by Bundy. I like to throw Massey and Pasqu- Pasquantino in there with Perez. That could be a nice three-man stack there, depending on where they're batting. Jake Cronenworth against Adam Wainwright. 444 average there with an OPS over 1,000. Nick Gordon has a 500 average with a home run off of Zach Ranke. Four for eight for him. So, again, another budget play. They're at that position. However, it kind of loses some steam after that. Vaughn Grisham against Patrick Corbin, though, is a play I'll throw out there. Otherwise, Brendan Donovan against Michael Clevenger. It might, if um, Donovan's starting for the Cardinals, maybe, you know, if you're looking at some, looking for some a high ceiling play there. Otherwise, Christian Arroyo against Nick Lodolo, but it gets pretty tough after that. So here's your second base talk let's go to third Evan Longoria against Kyle Freeland again with it being at Coors Field gotta include that one as always Austin Riley against Patrick Corbin everyone's gonna tell you that one today so I'll tell you people you might not hear about we'll talk about guys like Joey Wendell against Adrian Sampson three for eight with a double if you're if you want to play a Marlin that would probably be the lone Marlin I'd suggest 
Chris, Christopher Morel, I know he's kind of cooled off. If he's playing, um, him against Pablo Lopez is a maybe for me. Otherwise, Yuan Moncada against Aaron Savale, 7 for 16. So Moncada has some good numbers off someone, so that could be a guy you could even go with there. Otherwise, I wouldn't go Manny Machado today at 4 for 19 there off of Wainwright. Yikes, don't want him. Here's a budget play. Jace Peterson of the Milwaukee Brewers is going up against Carlos Carrasco, as we know from the Mets. Peterson, if he can get in the lineup, him and I'd be looking mostly at him, Telez, even Yelich I'd throw in there, which we'll get to the outfielders. But Keston here, if he's in the lineup at DH, could be a nice play. Got to throw that one in there. Otherwise, Josh Young from the Texas Rangers against Patrick Sandoval. Maybe. I mean, that's just something I would keep in mind there. And remember, Josh Young spelled J-U-N-G for him. Shortstop, let's go to it. I forgot Willie Adamas. I'm sorry when I mentioned the Milwaukee Brewers. Five for seven with a home run is Adamas off Carrasco. They might intentionally walk him yesterday or tomorrow. I'm joking, but maybe. Could see it. Other matchups. Zach Davies against Trey Turner. Um, Trey Turner is the one I'd be looking at. Four for 11. Two walks to a strikeout for him. Otherwise, ugh, shortstop, I do not like for my main ones. I'll throw, of course, like some other ones, Xander Bogart to Fladolo. Jorge Mateo, I'd be looking at off of Joey Wentz. Um, Tommy Edmond off Mike Clevenger. Those are kind of like the main ones. It, it, it's a tough, tough spot at short. Spencer Steer against Brian Bayo. You know, if you're looking for some upside, I maybe I'd go Steer. Again, depends on salary because sometimes you might see these rookies bumped up right away. Sometimes not. If you can get the rookies on the discount, that's what I'm looking for here as always. Looking for discounts because if I can get some nice plays, again, I always say don't use all of your salary or you don't have to use all your salary to make a winning lineup. I mean, I've done basketball laps where I've won, I've won a lot of money just you know, having a couple thousand left even on the salary. It's really just about finding the players who you think will perform best. There's more Atlanta Braves, we should add. Ronald Acuna, right? I mean, you can't go wrong with him. Eight for 28, decent numbers, not, nothing too exciting. I do like Orlando Arcia, former Brewer, against Patrick Corbin as a budget play. I'd be looking at him to complement my Atlanta Braves stack. Let's go through more outfielders. Austin Slater off Kyle Freeland. Mm. Mikey Strimsky off of Kyle Freeland as well. You're going to hear a lot of Coors outfielders, of course, players who are playing there. That's just how it is right now. Connor Joe, if he's playing against Rodon, if Rodon is the one starting. Steven Vogt. Yeah, Steven Vogt is the one I'm looking at against Luis Castillo. Four for eight with a home run off for him. Or, yeah, four for eight, no home run, two walks to one strikeout is the numbers for him. I got to give some more outfielders, and I got more outfielders. Eddie Rosario, lefty on lefty off Patrick Corbin. Why not? A 500 average, two walks to two strikeouts. Steven Kwan, if you're looking at just OBP, if you're looking for that, just a guy who you know will give you some points. Kwan's your guy, three for seven with two walks to two strikeouts off of Cease. I know I'm suggesting guys off of Cease. So this is something. Owen Miller is another one. 
off of Dylan Cease, three for six. The, those are like maybes. I would I would more lean to my prior options. Um, I mentioned Christian Yelich. He does not have good numbers off Carrasco, but the the way the exit velo has been for him lately, the way he's been swinging the bats, the nine strikeouts does scare me off of him. So that's something I would just maybe stay a little cautious, but I I still don't mind the matchup. Other ones, Julio Rodriguez off J.P. Sears. That could be a great one, especially with steals. If he steals a base in there, that's big for lineups. Otherwise, it, it you're looking like Kyle Tucker off McClanahan. Now we get to like some of those tougher matchups. I would take Hanniger off of J.P. Sears. If you want to do a nice Mariners, like a two-outfield stack there, Hanniger, you throw in there Julio Rodriguez. Maybe you get J.P. Crawford in there. That's a nice little stack idea. If you are not confident with the rookie, you throw something in like that. Also, if you want to take a lot of these September calls, maybe they have some big games here. Corbin Carroll's another one. If, he's, if you can get him in the game against Michael Grove, one for two with a home run. Again, these guys faced off probably in the minors some point. Probably some history there. Could be looking at that. But otherwise, Bryson Stott, I'm throwing a shortstop in there. Utility spot off of Ross Stripling, one for three with a home run. Otherwise, I got a couple. I always like to throw Corey Dickerson in, in there. Odds are he'll get his get in the lineup against right-handed pitching. Must pools. They want to throw him in there. I would expect to see, though, uh, Dickerson in the lineup. But, yeah, I think those are my all my outfielders. Again, I'd be leaning maybe more towards the, the outfielders who are playing in Coors. And some of those other guys, as I, I might throw in a guy like, for example, we'll take like Julio Rodriguez, and then I'll take like Austin Slater, and then from there I might just throw in some of those other guys I mentioned, or even like a guy like Stephen Vogt, guy like kind of like that, maybe Quan, kind of a high floor play with them, just to kind of balance it out, but. Well, that's kind of how my lineup will be looking. Again, it will be out on the social media, so please go check that out. Again, at True Sports Crew, the link to join me, again, is down below. So if you want to join me on Fantasia Sports, make your winning lineup today. It's a lot of fun, right? Free entries is what you do. You can win their free native Fant token for winning some of the game, winning some of the contests, not the games, their contests, but that it will be how it is, and I will be at, again, the Brewer game Tuesday night, so go Brewers tomorrow night. And that is all for myself, Drew Skyberg. I will see you guys here Wednesday, right? Journey to a Million will be recording at 6.15, confirmed. So I will see you all back then here on the podcast. And now Drew Skyberg here signing off. So thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you. Thank you, everybody. Good night.